The big five zero of laying coin. Who would have thunk it? Actually, damn. So we've only had two weeks off because this was our inaugural podcast was Darlington last year. Man, we might have to post some clips of that first episode. That was awful. I think we recorded Zoom with our laptop sound and shit and it was. Lee, that was probably terrible. Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. Hey, but we made it to 50. We, we've added somebody, and we all have microphones. So, And we all have compatible Wi-Fi tonight. So how about them apples? Give a round of applause to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually. Golf after, class. After vape got left at store, then vape had to go get picked up at store. Luckily, we know know them. She was like, "I was getting ready to call your brother and tell him he needed to come up here and get this for y'all because I didn't have your number." <laughs> and, you, and then Whitney pulled up in the parking lot, like right when she was getting ready to call him. So we're good. And gross now. legs sometimes. Roars. Does it feel like we've done this fifty out of fifty two weeks? Yeah, I mean, I guess kind of. I don't, I'm a professional, so you know, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Oh well, uh, we might as well make the announcement now, Rory. I don't know if you know this or not, but our buddy Zach Highline Betting is coming on for the rest of the season. How about it, Zach? How we doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on the rest of the season and talk uh, talk picks and lay some coin. Let's fucking yeah. go, baby. You already told me, but maybe you were drunk when you told me. Man, I was high when I said that, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that could have happened. That could have happened, too. Yeah, I don't know. Drunk. Huh? I, I'll tell you what. I drank enough bush lights down in Daytona Beach, Florida this weekend to get an entire African village drunk. So, with no shirt on, by the way. I did not wear a shirt until the only time I put a shirt on was walking in with the cooler on my shoulder because my shoulder hair was getting ripped out of my skin. And then to cover up the nines on the way out because Chase didn't win, I put his tank top on. So, uh, yeah, man, Daytona is one hell of a experience, a place. If you guys haven't been, you got to go. Rory, you've been, but it's been like – decades right yeah i haven't been for the spacer race <laughs> it's spacers spacers <laughs> when the hell did they go to them stupid things i want to i'm gonna take a guess and i'm gonna say like 16 or 17 that's my guess zach yeah. you have a guess i thought it was I, a little bit before that i thought it was when they just brought out those car tomorrow trash things it might have been with the stupid I, wing i'm gonna tell you what you go back and watch some early 2000s restrictor plate racing 2015. and that was and that was some of the best best shit ever like i loved it back then i keep seeing these clips i guess because daytona just came up and 
I keep seeing ones of Earnhardt Jr. or Earnhardt or whatever, like pulling off the slingshot pass and stuff. And I mean, you just don't see it. It it's like it's just yeah. you gotta have like somebody like shoving the piss out of you. And it's like for one or two laps, and then you gotta get it timed right, and then they can make a pass. It it just it isn't it isn't what it used to be as far as like that one guy that is really good at restrictor plate racing. It's spacers. And can, and can I'm calling it restrictor plate <laughs> racing. Spacer racing sucks ass. Dude. Okay, finish. <laughs> Go ahead. So, I mean, you just got those guys that seemed like the side draft worked a lot better. I mean, mm. Hamlin was so much better, you know, before the spacers came to play. It kind of like just bored out the racing and made it to almost like where any damn body can get up there and stay up there. Well, I got to be honest with you. I thought the race on Saturday night was incredible. It was definitely the best tapered spacer Daytona race that we've ever had. Absolutely the best super speedway race we've had in this next gen car. It was. I mean, that, I will that, give it. I will that give stage it stage two three wide shenanigans when Ross and Joey came up the middle and chase came out the outside and Almondinger was up there. And ne next thing you know, I'm like texting my buddies that bet on chase fucking to the lead baby. And then the next lap he's 13th like that. I feel like that was vintage NASCAR super speedway racing. Um, but you know, the ending, we're not going to have barn burner endings every time. Right. The I RFK thought it was nuts. This definitely was the best race. In yeah. the spacer era, I believe that I have seen. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Final. You know, outside of Atlanta, I think Atlanta's built more for this car and spacers because it's a little bit smaller and whatnot. It puts on a pretty damn good good show. But Atlanta, I think I still think Daytona Saturday night was better. But yeah, that, I think that was the best one. As someone that I was going to say that didn't bet on it, but you did have a small ticket. Um, as someone that was just watching it as a fan, what'd you think of it? I thought it was the, the best one in this next gen super speedway era. Um, it was actually, there was a lot more passing seemed like guys could go from at least like fifth to first. I mean, it still wasn't as good as the old days where you go from 20th to first and first yeah. to 20th and back from 20th to first. Uh, it just seemed like they had a lot more control. Or, or maybe less control, and that's what created the passing. They were slipping and sliding. Um, it, it was just a lot, a lot better watch on TV. The coverage on. So I, when I'm betting, I do not watch TV. Yeah. I have my own system set up. Um, that's what I'm watching. So the Super Speedway or Spacers race uh, races <laughs> is where I um, I watch the actual TV coverage, and I don't know how anyone does that. I, I, I give was Fox, it that bad? Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. So many commercials. And then, like, like again, it's Daytona and Talent. When you're at a track like that, if a car spins, do not zoom in. Zoom out because there's <laughs> going to be other cars. And they the whole race, man. And, and, like, we're three by three, seven rows deep, and they went to commercial. Or they'll go to oh. an in-car. Like, I don't want to see an in-car when it's seven rows deep or three wide. Come on. God, yeah, it, it was bad. It was NBC bad. Sports has been has been much, much, much better. I'm not going to say they've been great, but 
Dale Jr.'s got some great calls. Rick Allen is like hit or miss. Sometimes yeah. he, he calls Saints great, and other times he sounds like a just a dork. But the, I think we can all agree that NASCAR's TV coverage, Fox and NBC, the, the, the camera angles, mm-hmm. like, it's just – I agree. Just zoom out. Let us see the whole picture, right? Even even people that don't bet on NASCAR, like obviously we like to watch our guys that we bet on or bet against. But as a fan, like you want to see what your favorite driver's doing. If he's in 15th on a super speedway or 20th and you're zoomed in on the first three rows, it's like, well. I mean, we're, we're in the age of 90-inch TVs. Like – you, sh- I mean, even on my 55, 60, whatever the hell it is, I can see perfectly fine if you're not like up on top of the car. We're not back in 1980 no more up on the black and white box screen over here that's 15 inches maybe at most. Like, yeah, w- w- we can get away with backing off a little bit so we can see what the hell's going on. Yeah, like in cars are great for replays, I think. But like when the wreck first happens, I want to know, who is all involved and what kind of damage they have. Like, I, I don't want to see one car spinning. Like I, that there was the big wreck. I, I had no idea who made yeah, it. Yeah. You through. were texting me. Yeah. Like, like, who, like who what cars are dead on the track? Yeah. Cause <laughs> they went to commercial. They weren't telling you anything. Like it, it was terrible. And I thought Larson, I thought Larson was done. Cause they, they, he was stuck. He was like doing donuts and he was stuck. And then they went to the red flag, so he couldn't move, and they had the wrecker behind him. So I'm like, oh, Larson's done, dude. So is the 21. They're done. And then next thing I know, they go yellow, and Larson's in his pit box, and he's freaking good and ready to yeah, go. That was NASCAR did that because they were like, there's so many cars with flat tires that they put the red out, put a wrecker behind all the ones that they could, and then put the yellow out to push them. I don't so, know why they couldn't push them under the red back to the pit road so that they wouldn't be in the way. Uh, again, I, so th- this is like when we were uh, however many months ago we had this conversation about uh like how do you treat the the cars that are stuck with flat tires it's self-spin and then they're stuck and it's like well do you do you hook them all up and take them to pit road or how you know what if at daytona when there's eight cars that are stuck and wrecked like how do you choose which ones i guess that's one answer just throw the red and then when you go back yellow push them to pit road but I don't know. Is that is it, it's got a it's a, sounds to me like a competitive advantage if you're going to get pushed to pit road under a red flag circumstance. Like I guess if you're if you're flat tires but you don't have damage in the old car, you'd be able to limp it to pit road, right? In this new car, you can't. So maybe it's not a competitive advantage. Maybe maybe they should think about doing that. Maybe there's an answer for you. It was it was terrible. I, <laughs> no, either fix the car or then who care once you spin out i guess you're done like that's yeah. your fault yeah what do you say rory it's a liner or what they got rid of the liner what is it <laughs> inner liner <laughs> i mean liner. i'm, I'm kind of okay with it at a big ass place like that if you don't have any damage like hit the wall I mean, it's one of those things that they created this fucking mess. So at least it's true. Maybe they come to some kind of conclusion, but I don't want to see it at no damn like short track or mile and a half or something like that. I think it just most time they're going to hit the wall, have damage anyway, or something. Um, I'm kind of not for it 
in those circumstances. I mean, it's a raw deal, but I mean, I guess it to keep any kind of questions out of it, I, I think it just probably should be as it is. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think I you, mean, you got to leave it the way it is. Fix I mean, because next thing you know, they're going to fuck up one time and do some stupid shit that they make up the rules as they go or something mm-hmm. and go end up fucking somebody. And then you're going to have this just big uproar over, well, so-and-so, you pushed them all the way back to pit road. They didn't even lose a lap and put their tires on and, you know, whatever like that. I mean, I think it just keeps it simpler if you just go, hey, we built a piece of shit car and we, <laughs> we got to deal with the cards that are dealt. Like, sorry. Sorry, guys. You guys are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was like the last race at the Brickyard is what Rory just described. Or you know, not the last race, but the one where they were like, "Hey, the tires suck, so we gotta throw a caution every ten laps." Two thousand eight, I think. <laughs> Did were you betting at that time, Zach? Nah, no. Nah. Oh, Rory, were God. you? I didn't start betting until it was legal here. So. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, knew that. I didn't start until twenty twelve, okay. probably something like that. I don't know if I know anybody that was betting on it. Well, I, I don't. I guess. Big Perm started betting on it at some point in Dave. the 2000s. Yeah, Dave was definitely betting. No, he might have been working then. Was he working in NASCAR before that? Uh, I still don't mean you can't bet on the cup race with a local. That's true. Uh, speaking of <laughs> Dave, we're going to talk about the Xfinity race, but he tweeted out a screenshot of uh, the Xfinity odds. Man, Larson, Hamlin, and Kyle Busch? Fuck. It's going to be something, boys. Man. This has, like, classic JHN or or Justin Algar written all over it. I don't think you're wrong, although I had John Hunter and Darlington won for a massive ticket. I told you who to take. I don't want to. Your fucking little bitch boy wrecked my boy. I told to you who line. to take. <laughs> I'll never, never, ever confirm. I was pissed to that. too because I had JHN top three. I was like, really? Yes, dude. Come on, yes. damn it. I want it all, <laughs> not just the winner. What a great finish, though. That was a, a fun, finish. that was a fun um, little Saturday because I had accidentally texted, I meant to text just Whitney <laughs> to put, to put him in. And I didn't group text the T-ball team. (laughs) (laughs) And then at the end of the race, the head coach texts me and he was like, damn, I wish I would have told you on that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I remember that. That shit's funny. I was laughing so damn hard. That was fun. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's talk a little cup. Let's talk a little cup at Darlington. We've got uh, tied four. Actually, no. Okay, yeah. Tied four, the most races that we've seen in the next-gen car, aside from super speedways. So we've got the most data tied for of any other track on the circuit. I found that little nugget. We've raced there three times, twice last year, once this year. And um, Zach, let me start with you. We already talked about we a little background information. Zach and I have already recorded through the gears this week, and um, 
So if you listen to both episodes, you might hear a little bit of the same thing, but we got Rory in here to break it up and crack some jokes. So Zach, uh, betting Darlington comp tracks, you looking at, you know, Darlington one emphasis, you looking at all three races we've had there equally talk me through where you're at early in the week. Uh, I would say no real comp tracks. You might be able to throw a little Dover or a little Homestead in there just because they're momentum style tracks like Darlington, but there's no real true comp track. Uh, so most of my model and data this week will be concentrating on the three races at Darlington with probably a little, little more pointed towards this season. One race. I would probably give that a little more just because it's this season over last season. You got to hook Rory's model up with that homestead, and we got to see right. with it. We got to oh, see if that thing. Rory, get you gotta, a get you a damn model this week. I son. already asked for it, but he's been sick. Yeah, so I didn't didn't get it quite yet. We're gonna see if the model's swallowing or if she spit. What does she normally do? Swallows most of the time. She's a, <laughs> she takes it like a champ. She puts them out there. <laughs> Oh shit. I think I think you know a little emphasis on this year. I think uh definitely gotta look at last year, especially if you got a guy, you know, these guys like Truex, Kyle Bush, Christopher Bell, Bubba Wallace, these guys that have had really, really good NLD speed ranking. The top two guys, Truex and Kyle Bush, have had terrible finishes. Um but their NLD speed ranking is nuts. Kyle Bush hasn't had one outside the top three. Um so if you if you got a guy that's you know these these couple guys that have been fast in all three Darlington races, I think you can absolutely bank on them being fast again. The question arises for me is when you got like you know Logano who was really fast in one Darlington one last year and then has gotten progressively worse in speed uh, and finishes for that matter. Um, coming to Darlington, that's just an example. A guy like Chase Elliott who's had some you know good finishes, a thirty sixth. And some speed rankings that are just so so, but um, Rory, what's your what's going in your model, kid? You got Darlington, Homestead. You might as yeah, well a little uh, in there. less, slightly lesser of last year, and then throw in some Homestead this of last year, like about the same percentages. Um, Dover, I, I only count as like 10%, and then I would use the most out of the spring this year. That's okay. where I was headed headed with that. I was just trying to see if maybe some of the bad runs that a couple of people had last year that I kind of feel like they struggled a little bit more at those tracks last year versus this year. And I, I mean, m number one, Larson, I kind of, kind of caught me off guard when I seen him so low down there. So I was like, well, what if we throw Homestead into it? It's 0.2, a little bit longer, got the high tire wear, and it's basically a, a track that he runs very similar, you know, around the wall. And once you get him out front, he's awesome on long runs. So I was trying to see what it did as far and it's going to boost Truex up too because Truex was damn good at Homestead last year but you take and a guy over. like and and you take a guy like Brad Keselowski with all that momentum and everything going on you throw his Homestead run into it and and get just trying to get a little something different just sure. to see you know 
what's going on. I don't even know. Are they using even remotely close to the same tire code at all? I don't those? know, Zach. Do you know? I know that they're using the same ones that they use in the spring. I don't know where else they've used it at. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out like Homestead's tire code compared to, you know, the Darlington tire code. I would have to imagine it's got to be similar. I mean, I yeah, definitely t- high tire wear. I'd, I'd have to imagine it's along the same musical note uh, as, you know, Homestead Darlington. I mean, a lot um, of the guys that run well at Darlington run well at, at even Auto Club in the past and and at homestead it's kind of a it's just one of those tracks where you got to preserve tires and people like larson harvick truex ham hamlin Mm -hmm. um harvick kaslowski i mean those are guys i mean even logano logano's if if they can figure some whatever the hell's going on over there which it seems like they're not, and, and RFK is. I mean, I think Busher's going to be good here. I, I could see Busher running very well. They got a lot of momentum going. See, I thought so too, but Zach was talking about Busher, and his stats, like specifically at Darlington, are ass cheeks. Hmm. Yeah, he is not, not good here. Now, Brad is, and usually they're always right together, and that's what you know we were talking about is like, this may be the first race I see where they're not together, but maybe, you know, Busher rides that momentum. Um, he, like his speeds at Darlington are 22nd, 29th, and 24th. And Brad, let's look at Brad's are 31, 14th, and 6th. So Brad's pretty, pretty well better than him here. I mean, this race has like the just, it's going to be Gibbs. It's going to be the two Hendrick cars. And then I think Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Brad Keselowski. That's going to be your eight right there. And Bubba. I think, you, maybe. I think you're on to something. I mean, I'd like Bubba. To, I'd like to include Bubba. I'd like to include Bubba. I mean, I I'd think, like to. Yeah, three Gibbs, two Hendrick, the eight. And I think Reddick. I think Reddick. Yeah, you throw 2311 in with those other eight cars right there. And that's where Dude, you. Reddick? had a second and a third at Darlington last year. Speed yeah. ranking, not so much, but the finishes, you're damn right. Yeah. Something about this year just feels a little different. Like, it's it's almost like I think they can pass more this year or something. I don't, I don't know. know. That dude. spring race just I seemed don't... like to me you had people that could move Move Except up for Truex. I mean, well, fucking Christopher Larson Bell did. and Kyle Larson had the cars. I mean, Bell's crew fucked the pit stop up, of course. Like, they'll probably fuck it up again. No, they know. got Gibbs crew. No, they won't, no. man. He's got yeah, Gibbs Zach. crew now. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry I took your thunder, Zach. Yes. He found that out. Yeah. 12 to 1. 12 I, like, oh, I, I love Christopher Bell this week. If he's oh, got you guys are pit, yep, pit crew, <laughs> yep. Oh, you guys are gonna have me fucking throwing a hammer on Seabell. He's he's moved, Zach. We just recorded through the gears less than an hour ago, and he's already at eleven to one. So yes, it's the, it's the news of that pit stop getting the pit stop crew because everyone knows like how many times this year and last year. Has Seabell put himself in position and his crew has taken him out? 
Well, yeah. now he should no longer have that problem. 1,200, 365. He's got I, the best Gibbs crew. The best crew in the Cup Series. Well, they no? had the fastest stop overall. Okay, okay. I don't okay. know. To me, you got to be in my rankings. He went from the 23rd best crew to the 10th best crew. Okay. In my personal rankings. Okay. Who's number one in your rankings? You got it pulled up? Yeah. I mean, come on. Who's Bro. who's number one? Who always wins the race off pit road? Willie B. There you go. Willie B. Yeah. And then I got Ross is second. Brad is third. Larson. Denny Hamlin. Harvick. Truex. Suarez. Elliott. And then C. Bell is the new 10. Does does driver performance come into this at all, or is it strictly pit crew? Here's what I will say: as as with everything, I do everything a little different. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So normal people probably do pit stop time, and I, my understanding of pit stop time is that's when the jack goes up and then the jack goes down. I do pit box time, so that's when the driver hits the box and when the driver leaves the box. So, yes, I do have that in there. Um, I don't know if I could. I don't think I can separate that out. I might be able to to see if there's a big difference between Bell and Gibbs. But, I mean, most of that was mistakes. I, I'm just happy I don't have to worry about a mistake with Bell. Sure. Yeah. And listen, I'll say this. In NLD, we trust, buddy. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Well, here's another shit. thing. I don't even ever remember hardly William Byron speeding on pit road this year. I don't even know if he has a speed. He had to have, because I know I was doing that every Monday, and, like, I stopped doing it a couple weeks ago, and Almirola and Reddick at the time were the only two that haven't had one speeding penalty all season. They might have had one since then. Like I said, it was probably, like, a couple weeks ago. Huh. What about Truex? He did. He's cleaned his up some this year. It seems like Hamlin and Larson and KFB are subject to speed at any given moment. So I have, as far as the bigger guys, I have pit road penalties in 2022 by Dr. Deandra. <laughs> yeah, but see, that will have, is that just speeding or is that everything? It's just total penalties by driver in 2022. Yeah, see, and well, guess who's I mean, got the could. most? You, you're not going to guess. I bet you I will. Okay, take a wild guess. BJ McLeod. No, but he's up there because <laughs> yeah, he speeds on pit road all the time, <laughs> every fucking week, dude. Mm-hmm. I well, think he I mean, does it on purpose so he can start in the back. I kind of like the penalty all the way around. Not just, I mean, it's good to know who yeah. speeds maybe in crucial moments, but also, I mean, you got guys that miss the. Um, commitment line or <clears> drive right. through too many pit stalls. Michael McDowell, that pit crew. What a dumbass drive through too many stalls. What a dummy Michael McDowell was. I mean, me. it's Come it's on. either him or them. I mean, it, they're terrible. That, I mean, it's front row screwed, motorsports. I mean, they on. screwed him over royally at, at Sonoma. He had a fast ass race car at Sonoma, and they just kept getting them off slow as hell. Then all the penalties at Watkins Glen. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them was his fault. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Roy, I'm going to give you – before I – but hold on. Before we move on, Roy, what's your guess on uh, 
most penalties in 2022 on pit road. Most penalties in 2022 is probably dumbass Hamlin. <laughs> no, he's second. Kyle Busch is actually first. I, hey, I'm nailing it though, right? Because yeah, I'm Hamlin like, I spit both of those two out when I was just talking about who is subject to speed or do some dumb shit, and it's them two and then Larson. Larson's got to be up there. Blaney. No, yeah, Larson's oh, actually not in the top 10. He just oh, yeah, the he is. yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's not eighth. There's eighth. my stats. There you go. Sorry, Zach, before I cut you off, what were you going to say about uh, – have to have the stats say, uh, to back up, back up my opinion. So, y'all boys, <laughs> y'all boys pull all that out, and then it's like, well, damn, Roy's fucking right. <laughs> he does Every time, dude. Every sometimes. fucking time. <laughs> Tomorrow mm. I'll get that all together and we'll have it posted in the Discord for everyone. I'll get yeah. speeding penalties, uh, driver error penalties, and crew error penalties. Yeah, do we'll that for that 2023. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. It'll be in there tomorrow. Let's go, it. baby. Sure. And this is going to be a record, folks. This is going to be laying coin is going to be out before midnight on a fucking Tuesday. Look How out. about them apples, boys? Did Christopher Bell that? have uh Bubba Wallace's pit crew at the beginning of the year. Didn't I hear that? <laughs> like they swapped over there. Well they I know around. that 2311 got their own because they didn't want Gibbs okay. anymore. So maybe he took some maybe some of the guys I wanna there. say he was filled up with that dumbass pit crew that Bubba had last year. <laughs> Bubba did have a terrible fucking crew last year. That's a fact. They sucked, dude. <laughs> They suck, bro. They they've had their moments this year too. I mean, they dropping the jack and not getting wheels tight. That makes so. I was just looking at the the pit crew. Hamlin's five, Truex is seven, Gibbs was ten, and then Bell twenty third. Like mm. you got to get a better pit crew in the offseason, man. Roy might be right. Maybe it was Bubba's crew. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure. It might be. <laughs> if I'm well, not I know mistaken. that Gibbs had the the Kyle Busch crew. So yes. from last season, so he had yes. the best of the best. So going to Bell. Then, then they stuck. Did they stick KFB in the playoffs with a bunch of those dudes? Probably because you know they didn't want him to win. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember, I remember Martinsville, whole- dude. <laughs> Six yeah. laps down, getting outrun by BJ McLeod. That was really? it. That was. Awful. I heard that on the radio today. Uh, oh, what drivers were they talking about? They were talking about. Uh, I think it might have been Gibbs. Oh no, it was Hamlin and Bubba Wallace. The caller was like, "Do you think that uh, you know TRD and Toyota and JGR are going to stop giving?" 2311 and Bubba Wallace information because Hamlin's contract negotiations and Dave Moody was like, no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in this world and time of NASCAR. And I'm like, what the fuck? Explain Kyle Busch last year. What was, what was that nonsense about? I, I have some cars that blew up. I have something to add to this. I actually caught Reddick. Might've been with Moody. I can't remember. It, it's within. It yeah, was he's got a weekly. I think he's got a was, weekly show. Okay, I think it was yesterday evening. It was on XM. Got in the truck. Just happened to be listening to it when I left work last night at like seven thirty. And Reddick like almost spilled the beans on like they're going to be a three car team next year. 
He really? mentioned third car. And I don't know if he realized he did or what, but the first thing that started going off in my head was, yep, I called it. Hamlin is headed to drive for himself Whoa. over there. What about Ford? Are they going to Ford? Now, that one, I I would – it's hard to say. If there's Ford's a lot of momentum it, behind it. I mean, there's a lot of chitter-chatter. I'll put it to you like this. I think Hamlin's been driving for Toyota a long time and this and that, but I don't – put it out of the like question if ford's gonna throw a lot of damn development and money to get over there with jordan and him i know jordan don't give a shit yeah like, about that and i'm pretty sure denny hamlin just wants whatever's the best for denny hamlin and his team i just zach do you have an opinion either way you think they're going to ford do you think this is ridiculous i, can't. I don't think they're going to ford i think yeah, I mean, move. Denny, I think here's what happened. I think Ford said, hey, Denny, if you come to – you bring 2311 us, we'll buy you one or two charters. And I think so Denny said, okay, hey, Toyota, I need a to- I need a charter. Wow. And I think that's where all this chatter is coming from. I think Denny's no dumbass. Denny is not a dumbass when it comes to business. That's the first nice thing you've ever said about Danny Hamlin. I mean, Henny Damlin. I mean, I call it like I see it. (laughs) I ain't hating on the guy business-wise. I think he's pretty damn business savvy. I just don't fucking like him. That's fair. I mean, can't blame him there. can't, Can't blame him. Um, I just dude, that's such a big move and a big commitment to go to Ford, but yeah, maybe it's just maybe, maybe, maybe Tyler they're just Reddick planting these rumors. No, Chevy, Ford. Ford first with Brad K's truck team. Yeah, they so, just didn't have nowhere before to put my him. time, they didn't have anywhere to put him, so then he ended up at JRM first, yeah. Or no, Richard Childress. Richard first. RCR, Childress first. Yeah, then, then JRM, then back to yeah, RCR, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what. The TRD development program, they got the shit. Then they, Chevy and Ford ain't got shit on TRD, dude. They got ARCA trucks. What more do they have committed. in Xfinity? Well, JGR, yeah. They're it's definitely like more committed. They just don't have numbers in the Cup Series. That's the interesting. Them, them and Ford almost seem like, in my opinion, they're more universally like together than Chevy. It's like she- Chevy, even though maybe they have you know some kind of resources coming in and whatnot. Rick Hendrick's just good. They they've been yeah. around for so long. And they just have so much technology and everything through the years, and then they have the best guys in place, too. I mean, you got Chad Knauss, you got Jeff Gordon over there. I mean, you got experienced people that's won a lot of damn races. And they are such a good team. Like, Mm -hmm. Hendrick Motorsports as a whole, they basically all get along. And, I mean, it's like coming up in these playoffs. It. It's just the shit's going to the two cars that's running for this Mm -hmm. damn thing. Did Chase Chase happen? He didn't happen to make it in, did he, on owners? Yeah, he's in the the owner's playoff. He's in the the 23's out for owners. Okay. 
So let's say Chase does well to begin with. I can see them focusing on a little bit of the owner's situation. But let's say he pays out a bunch of money. Yeah, I mean, let's say he has some shit races and he's already out in the first round. I mean, it wouldn't take much being coming in at 16th. It it would not take a whole hell of a lot to kick them back. They're, they're, Kyle Larson and William Byron are going to be fucking hard to beat. I think so, dude. I want to say one thing, and then we'll circle back to the, those two guys. And Truex. Yeah, Truex, too. Um, Chevy does have – they have ECR, right? They all share that. You know, JRM and Hendrick are really close. Rick Hendrick fucking owns, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like the Chevy racing building and land. Like Rick Hendrick owns the building and the dirt. Something like he owns something to do with Chevy. And whenever the whole Ross Larson thing happened at the Darlington, oh, that's very fitting. And Rick sat him down. I remember that coming out and be like, well, oh, by the way, Rick Hendrick fucking owns a building that Chevrolet works in. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I think the twenty four and the five are back, dude. Larson, he doesn't. Larson doesn't have finishes nor the speed at Darlington. I I, I think I remember uh, Darlington won last year. He had a really fast car, and then he spun and went backwards and like blew up the engine or something. Um, they struggled I, in the fall. I can't, yeah, I was gonna say twenty seventh speed ranking and finished twelfth, and then obviously had a really really good car towards the end of the. The spring race this he year. just he just has this mindset to me he's like last 10 races like jj used to be it's like that team that team knows what they're out to do and they've lost a few races this year by bullshit at the end i mean he could just be a few yeah like three <laughs> i mean him and him and William Byron could both be sitting there with five wins right now, and Larson probably would have won the regular season championship if it wasn't for bullshit. It would have been close. He, I mean, he got the most. He got the most top. Wrecked. He got the most top fives in the series, and I mean, I look. Him and Byron are going to be so goddamn good Sunday night. Zach, let's talk about a guy like Larson in your model. Is there any like you talked on on? earlier tonight about the computer doesn't know certain things. Is there a way to like be able to say, put Larson be like guys like Larson Harvick. I mean, I guess you can throw Truex in there. A few other guys say they're really good at these high tire wear tracks or like a certain track like Darlington. Is there any way to impute something like that? I mean, you could always bump them up or down, you know, the, just the likelihood of their thing. I don't usually like to mess with that. And like, here's my example on that is like Truex. He doesn't have the finishes, but he had a fast car and he still shows high in the model. Um, Larson, like we say he had a fast car, but he really didn't. And he didn't have the finishes. I, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's a small sample size cause we're only using three races. So <clears throat> it, it, it's there. Um, I mean, it's not to me. It's not Larson at Homestead. Larson at Homestead's you know, absurd. Uh, exactly. Like Darlington, it's it's one. There's like eight guys that can win. It's but you got to be in top equipment. You you might be able to make one mistake because this is a long race. If you make a mistake early enough, you might be able to recover. But again, you can't make mistakes. 
Uh, and I, I feel like this is uh, the cream of the crop rises at Darlington. Yeah, the wheel man's baby. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious if you could. I mean, I know you you you, you trust the model. You've been telling me that for months now. You trust the model, trust the model, trust the model, and I'm trusting the model and and LD for that matter. Um, let's see, let's see who else is is up there. What's in the uh, what's Larson's about. playoff point situation? Where's he at on that? Let me look. Because I I don't like like that. What is it? The round of twelve, where it's Texas, Dega, and then the Roval. Ooh, wild card. Yeah, that's the that whole round. Like you just need to survive that. So like, he has seventeen points. And, like Byron and Truex have thirty six. So like that's how much. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will give this to Dave Moody. He made a great comment about those two guys. They could drive with one hand behind their back, blindfolded, and still make it probably to the round of eight with that many points. Yeah. And with that, like, I can't believe they put Dega and Roval together in and Texas because it's not like that's a great track either. <clears throat> Anything can happen there. No one knows what the tires are going to do. I was going to say, do we? wasn't the tire fiasco this year or was that no, last year? Last year because they only think okay. they're together once now. That's right. That's right. Well, Kyle Larson's winning Texas. So. <laughs> Here we fucking go, dude. Might win the damn Roval too. Uh, Darlington and Kansas and Bristol too. If I don't, if I don't throw a bullshit speeding penalty on him, he <laughs> might would have had something for old Willie B at Watkins Glen. Yeah, they were the two best cars. Yeah, he. I had a live bet on Larson. He killed me. I can't believe he sped. Yeah, I thought bullshit under green. What the fuck? Let's talk about like. Bubba Wallace for a second. Um, you're probably going to see some 30 to 1 tickets out there. I really don't have any interest in 30 to 1. Top right. five. Yeah, I, I don't mind his top five, but I really like his top 10 at plus 130. Let's see what his top fiver is. And of course, I'm only on the outright view. Bubba Wallace for a top fiver. Yeah, four to one. Give me some of that. Wow. Yeah. I, I, and, I plus one thirty for a top ten though is really calling my name. The yeah, crazy, the, the crazy thing is, Bubba was really good last spring here at Darlington, and what got caught up in in some shit. He was coming to life in that race. I think he was running like I mean, seventh somewhere around there, and yeah, something he, happened. Well, he finished fifth. Um, okay, but he recovered his, too. That I'm pretty sure something happened. During Darlington one, average running, to, average running position at ten point one and NLD speed of seventh. It's like a speeding or something. Maybe he yeah. didn't have to go too far back at the tail end, or he did recover. He had a good ass car. He he was running some good laps. I remember. So Zach, you have him as fifth in the model. Now the the you know fourth through call it eighth are pretty tight on the metric score, but. Mm -hmm. Bubba Wallace is fifth. Yeah. He's had some great runs. Here's what I would like. Darlington to me, like I said, it, it always, the cream of the crop seems to rise there. I would say you need to contend for a win there before you get a win there. Um, I, Bubba will contend for a top five. So mm -hmm. I see him running fifth through 10th, uh, you know, make no mistakes, have a good day. Maybe there's some failures. He, he could get in the top five there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
I don't mind a sprinkle on a little four to one top five, but I really, 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 really like Bubba top ten at plus one thirty. One forty. Oh, where at? Three sixty-five. The hell they dropped odds first this week. Did dude? All right, so we're recording on Tuesday night. I don't know if we've already said that or not. Well, yeah, we definitely have, bro. All the books are out, and they got all the props. I mean, they got the boosts out. They got the everything, bro. Fastest qualifier, fucking everything and anything you want. Bet365's got it up. Caesars got it up. DraftKings got it up. Barstool doesn't because they fucked up. Anyway, shout out to the books and giving us some reasonable top 10 numbers at that. I know a few of them. What what does some what Caesars top 10 look like? Well, that's where I got the... Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's where I got the Bubba. I mean, Damn. Kyle Bush is minus 160 for that's a pretty top 10. Impressive that's because them bastards yeah. usually like are awful. I mean, Christopher Bell's minus 165 for a top 10. That's not an unbettable number. I mean, that's 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 not crazy, you know. That's not minus 300 like we've seen at some other tracks. Oh boy. Kevin Harvick, minus 130 over Ryan Blaney. The thing with Blaney, yeah, I guess. Is, is Harvick's Penske got great gonna, finishes. You think Penske's still going to be trash? Or they got, they're going to come out with something? I think Blaney's going to be trash at a place he's always trash at. Logano, I could see showing up here. I mean, Blaney won top 10 the last three tries at Darlington. Logano has the stats to back up. He he, I wouldn't want to fade him before I seen qualified. But Ryan Blaney, I mean, I really don't want to fade him with Horvick right here neither because I know Blaney might lay a fast qualifying lap or something decent, and Horvick might qualify 20th, and now we get it at minus 115 yeah. or something. But I would take that any day of the week. I, I mean, if that thing got down, if they really did something stupid, which – they're probably not on Horvick, but at least if it got down to like just straight up, just paying the juice on both, you know, even basically, I, I'm all day Horvick right there. Because Kevin Horvick really hasn't, all right, road courses and super speedway go back before that, and Kevin Horvick has some good runs. Yeah. People absolutely. have forgotten about him a little bit during this little stretch while Rodney's mom's not doing good. Come up on some road courses that they've really been trash at, you know. What last year he ran ran what good at Sonoma and I don't know, just one of those random random ones. Maybe I, he might have been already at the Roval. I can't fucking remember. Fuck a road course. But I, I mean, yeah, I, if you go back and look, Kevin Harvick was actually fast as pretty fast and finishing in the top five, top ten. Should have won, maybe. Na Nashville would have been exciting if he wouldn't have blew a tire. Yeah, Ross so would have had Kevin his Harvick, hands full. Kevin Harvick, fourth at Darlington one last year. Then he caught on fire at the Southern 500 last year and then finished second earlier this year. But his NLD speed ranking is like nothing to – to go crazy about 12th, 9th, and 9th, but the finishes are there. And I'm pretty sure before he caught on fire last year in this race, he had a pretty damn good car too. So, Zach, it, this is kind of a dumb question. Like, if you were to ask it about Truex, like, would you rather have the finishes or the NLD speed? Because, like, a guy like Truex, 
He doesn't have the finishes, but he's got all the speed. Same thing with Kyle Busch. Doesn't have the finishes, but it's got the best speed. But like Harvick, on the other hand, he's got the finishes, just not the speed. In my eyes, I'm trying, especially pre-practice, I'm trying. I'm going off speed. Yeah, I'm not going off finishes. Um, I rarely go off finishes and more go off speed. So a guy like Larson, who's got 33rd NLD, 27th, and 4th, not necessarily a guy you're crazy about this week. Nah, he's like he's in that group. I think like the four, fourth to ninth, where they're all like yeah, he is sandwiched. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even jumped on Larson yet, just because I know he's gonna show up with a long run car and ain't gonna qualify good. And you're gonna take him live like you always do. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, I think he'll be there. I think it'll be just like the spring. He qualified like shit. And took him a little while, but once that race started going green, Kyle Larson was the fastest car on the track. Late in the run. Yeah. Late in the race, yes. I agree. But what if they what the if they what if they make a little bit of an adjustment to get a little bit of that Byron early run speed and he can still manage the tires out and he's got pretty good short run and got an awesome long ass run car because I feel like this race in the fall tends to run a little bit longer, straight up just finishes with no bullshit versus the spring. Yeah, I agree. I I would love nothing more than to see the battle between short run speed and long run speed. That's some of my favorite shit to watch. Like you see a guy like, let's just say Byron nails the short run speeder. It's probably going to be a Ford actually. Just every restart, they get out to a two and a half, three second lead. And then 15, 20 laps in, 30 well, laps in, here comes the Chevys. Here, here's what you're going to get for the fall race. With the longer stage three, you're going to have people short pitting and some people staying out taking a chance. Yep. And I get also out. think this race being so long that, you know, they kind of, you know, they're on their P's and Q's. They, they abide by the rules early in the race and know that it's such a long race, whereas, you know, a hundred less miles and you know, like people start panicking. Oh shit. I got to get to the front. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, like the 500 this year, we saw a choo-choo train for half the race. And in the, the summer race Saturday night, we saw three wide in the middle of stage two, seven rows deep that the TV didn't fucking show. Apparently. I don't know. I wouldn't know. They did not. <laughs> oh shit. All right, boys. Well, um, let's give out some shit boxes. Although I, I'm only gonna, I think I'm only gonna bet one guy outright, and it's Christopher Bell. But I, the only two bets that I have right now are Byron top five plus one ten and Bubba Wallace top ten plus one thirty. So I think I'm gonna go Bubba. I think Bubba. He's high in the model. He's got great finishes at Darlington the last three years. You know, obviously has a good amount of speed on uh, intermediate I found one for cutters. you. I found I one for you. Oh, outright? Who is it? No. Group Group D on 365, Bubba plus 275 over Blaney, Logano, and Gibbs. Yeah, I'd take that. I'd take mm-hmm. that for sure. I just – Zach asked the question earlier. What are we going to get out of Penske? What are Logano, we going to get out of the, the only one at, Logano's the only one in that group that scares the shit out of me. What's Logano's odds? Is he the favorite? He's, He's the be. second favorite. Blaney's the favorite. What? Yeah. Gotta be high. Idiots. 
I don't know. Ain't I no don't way. know if they're going to show because like Ford. Ass. No, Ford does this thing, but us, just take Busher McDowell out. Just t- take them out. Let's just talk like Penske. They do this thing where they suck, they suck, they suck, and then boom, fastest car on track. It's like, how do you like the guys that were betting Blaney or Zach? You bet Blaney like twenty five to one. What the fuck? Twenty five, yeah, yeah. It's like come out of fucking nowhere. That's what I mean. I, I'd rather just wait on those guys and and see because in the past I've been able to get better numbers on them. I'm just trying pre pre practice and and qualifying. I'm just trying to bet guys who I think are I'm not going to be able to get something better later in the week. All right. Well, yeah. let us hear your shit box. I know you only have a couple bets, but yeah, I just got a uh, Kyle Busch and Christopher Bell. I got them both at twelve to one to win. Uh, they're both uh, third and fourth in my model. Uh, I didn't have Bell until I heard the news earlier today that he now has Ty Gibbs pit crew. So that made me jump on him. Um, so right now I have him on those two. Yeah, they're third and fourth in my model, but um, I just like the value at 12 to one on both those guys. And plus they're both good qualifiers. So I just don't see the number going higher. I only see it going lower. Kyle Bush has not had an NLD speed ranking at Darlington worse than third place. <laughs> Think about that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Oof. What about Austin Sendrick? Uh, you don't have any speed. Wait, how many top 20 speeds? <laughs> Two. And only at road courses. That's it. I can't figure out which one's worse, him or Harrison. I'm trying to figure out. It's Sendrick which- because of what Brad did in that car. I mean, it's there. it's Cedric, dude. Come on. Harrison I mean, Burton, Burton sucks, too. Don't get me wrong. But did finish sixth at Darlington. At least and Harrison brings some money. Like, Cedric doesn't even bring money. Me. He's just, hi, my dad runs IndyCar Penske. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what, uh, dude, Harrison Burton's uh, average running position was 13.1 at Darlington 1 this year. So, listen, watch out, folks. 21 car. I may have a, a shit box that I did bad on that. Oh. So, uh, because I have no faith in the Fords this week, and if you look at, like, uh, top Ford. Does it make you feel better I'm shitting on them, too? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. It's like... <laughs> All right, let's, let's hear, it. hear it. Let's hear it. It's, so... uh, it's. It's so ridiculous, but I bet him top Ford plus 12. What? 120? 100? 12,000. Yeah, 12,500. 12, 0.120. Harrison Burton, just for shits and giggles. He's down to 75 to 1 now. It's 0.120. What? Dude, he might have been the top Ford. No, what? Harvick was in second. So, like, I looked at the numbers, and the reason I bet it was because, like, if you look at top Ford, and I'm just looking at Caesars, and again, I only say Caesars. Always get your best number. I only say Caesars because they don't limit me, so I'm not going to, you know, if someone limits me, I'm not going to give their name out. But legally. Legally. <laughs> so there's, like, the top five Fords are, like, you know, all under four to one, and then it goes right to 22 to one. So yeah. I was like, let me see what I can look at here. And I looked at the guys, and if I've, I've – since Burton had that good run in the spring, I, I went with him on that because I just I was like that number is way too high. Gigantic yeah. number. He was like a twelfth place car, but uh, the late race shenanigans gave him a 
a chance to finish sixth. But yeah, twentieth in the model this week for Harrison Burton. Probably the greatest uh, pre-practice qualifying model that he's ever been in. Twentieth place. Yeah, I mean, really, I can see him easily beating everybody but the top four, and then all you need is some chaos. Yeah, I mean, it's you a chaos. definitely gonna need some chaos. Yeah, it's a chaos. I mean, bat, but I mean, it, it was. I was like, wow, that's crazy. So I, I figure, what the hell? I like it. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind Harrison Burton. I, I didn't mind my ninety to one ticket last week until he got stuck on the fucking apron. Hmm. All right. You guys want to talk Xfinity? You guys got some Xfinity stuff? I know we don't have the model out yet. Were we giving out? Were we giving out ship boxes already? I mean, we can just yeah. I mean, we got Larson, Hamlin, and Bush. They're the top three. Larson's the overwhelming favorite, plus one eighty. And then Hamlin. I think they have Kyle Busch priced right. I'm I'm not convinced that ten car is all it's cracked up to be. I'm just. I'm not sold on uh I'm not sold on that car. Christopher but. Bell, top three plus three fifty. That's my shit box. What the fuck are you to oh, we're still in cup? I thought I, you gave out the group bet. No, I, I was talking about oh, you were talking I have for, one for, me. for you for Bubba. Oh against Bubba. a bunch of Ford shit boxes. I for, I'm sorry I left you out, kid. I'm sorry yeah. I left you out. We're gonna go with C Bell, top three. Three forty fifty plus three fifty. Bet 365, folks. They also have his uh, win the championship odds boosted to 14. I bet you they don't know he's got Tyrone's pit crew. Zach, are you a big futures guy? None. I'm zero. Here's what I'll say. Last year, uh, I'd, I if Christopher Bell would have won the championship last year, I had four 101 tickets. So if I Holy see something like balls. that, I will bet it. But otherwise, no. Like that's I. I think I it could to, get fun towards the cutoff. Yeah, that's and what, some of the I guys bet, like if I you bet, took Keselowski and Harvick, let's say they got to win Bristol to advance. Mm-hmm. I think that those like that would be targets or Bell even like if he started off terrible bell's good at bristol you know i I think that's like you were saying i i don't really fool with anything under way down i mean it's pointless basically i got bell before the martinsville race last year 100 to 1 to win the championship i bet it four times hell yes holy balls and then he won martinsville and i had the tickets so like i like here's what i'll say so when we get to the championship race, it's only four guys. Like so, like if I can get someone that I think is going to be in that race at great odds, like that hundred to one for Bell, uh, I'll do stuff like that. And then that way, like I already had Bell locked up, so I was able to maneuver and just guarantee myself money. Yep. As long as one of the championship guys won the race, so I mean it was it paid off good. I didn't win that bet, but it allowed me to do so much more. And then me, and then me. On the other hand, I just take Bell live at Martinsville (laughs) at the race. (laughs) At the race, I'm like, how many wins does that mug have this year? I cashed my over one and a half wins bet. No, I haven't. He only won a dirt. I think that's it. He's gonna win again. Promise you. 
Also have a Kyle Bush ticket. That's cashed. That cashed, but I also have a futures ticket, 18 to 1. Mm-hmm. Sammy Smith, cash. I just wait on this fucking time of Jeske. If they wouldn't just soak in tires, dummies. We'd be sweeping. How about that? Anyway. It wasn't even a penalty. How about like how about if how about if the like dumb five points or something? Yeah. How about if the dummy suspension? How about if the dumbasses wouldn't have fucked up Richmond? (laughs) I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Um, I thought about that when that penalty came out. I thought about it. I'm like, what if like, what if they actually don't get it back going? What if like I lose my bet of over one and a half wins on time of Jeske because of a the dumbest. Not a the dumbest call of the year. Call of the year. What what is the couch racer dudes? What do they call it? Idiot. What an idiot. What, what an a idiot. fucking idiot. Well, now he's not <laughs> on the box for the next four races, so maybe we'll win four straight. I don't know. He'll win. He'll be fine. Dummies. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Uh, do we want to talk X? That's the question that I have. Have we got? Really... Where's X odds? I haven't even looked. Caesars but, has it all up. But I'm down for talking it. I've been waiting, but they haven't the entry list has been taking so damn long for them to finally say who's gonna be in the race. Wanna say what Caesars has it? Yeah, yeah. Caesars got them all. All right, cool. Larson Hammond Bush, top three. I think there's some uh I think there's some legitimate prop value this week. I said it whenever there's a good number of cup guys in the field. It opens up the rest of the guys for props. Like you can get Allgaier for a top five at plus money, um, top three at a hellacious number. Uh, yeah, plus two ten. Um, Nemechek, same, essentially the same odds, a little worse than Allgaier, plus one forty for a top five. I really like that. And it just all the Xfinity regulars are just a huge, huge numbers for these props. I'm not, and I mean, I'm, I'm. I'm saying that the, the the three cup guys, one of the three cup guys, is going to win the race. But um, Kyle Larson or Denny Hamlin's probably. I I don't trust Kylie. I don't trust the tanker either. I I think you could throw Austin Hill top five in. That has been. <laughs> I mean, they're going to keep throwing this damn thing out there. Austin Hill's going to be there at the end of this damn race. You watch. Dude can hold a steering wheel well. That's I wish sure. this was like a non-cup driver race. For is this not the playoff cutoff? Is this no, not the not cutoff? Yet. No, because they don't do Fuck. as many as that. Oh, I think there's only twelve more. make it. Yeah, so they have one last round. So what's the? Is it Bristol? Is that their yeah, cutoff? I think so. Let me see. Xfinity. This is the. This is I don't the mind. No, no, no. I don't think so. Because they only have 12 that make the playoffs. Damn, it is. Kansas Bristol. is their Kansas yeah. is the cutoff. So yeah, the next Bristol's week. the first. Bristol would be their first race in the playoffs. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And Bristol is a cutoff race for a cup, right? Yeah. Man, they gotta align this better. Come on, man. Give me a break. Sounds like ass. I anyway, I am I, I mean I, I Zach, you, I know you haven't run the model yet, but safe to yeah, say the I'm, cup I'm guys a, cup guys are gonna be up there. 
Yeah, and I just I'm not a big fan of the cup guys in these races, and usually I stay away when that's the case. I'm just I I hate the odds. I hate the cup guys in there, um, so I'll probably just pass. Really? Yeah. Rory, put your motherfucking microphone on mute. Um. Dang. See, I look at it as like a cup guys in the field. It's gonna be super entertaining to watch. I I love betting the Xfinity regulars and props. I would bet Sheldon Creed then. Like, if I was going to bet someone, uh, he's pretty good here. I think he gets it done. But, like, with those cup guys, like, and they don't care. Like, they'll just wreck him or anyone else that's up there. Like, I remember Larson wrecked Nemechek. Was that earlier this season or last season? Yeah. 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 This year. It, yeah. So, that that's, it pisses. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't mess around with these. Because it's, okay. it's not yeah. cool. All right. That's fine. I I guess yeah okay that's fine. Roars, you ready? I mean, I, my shit box. I'm gonna give my shit box. My shit box is all guy top five plus one ten. This is gonna be my shit box. I do be liking all guy this week. But Sheldon Creed, whoa 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 Zach, whoa buddy, let's check this top five number out. Sheldon Creed like plus two fifty. Huh. 250? I thought it was 550. I'm looking at 250 on Caesars right now. Oh, you're looking at top. I was looking at top three. Um, yeah, he's 550 there. Yes, correct. Let's see if we can get him in a matchup versus Sam Mayer. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. Uh, we'll see what the him. model. We'll see what the model spits out. Yeah, I'll get in there tomorrow. I had a data error, so it's yeah, all good. All good. Roars, you got a shitbox, kid? Yeah, big country. Top five? Top five, yeah. Big country. Subject, subject to change once I see <laughs> a few more books open, but I will get some of the two, was it 225? Yeah. Yes. I think it was 225. Caesars. 225 on Caesars. All right, we'll roll with that. Big country. Big country. And Finish. I will say his name. Finish say forward. his name. Say his name. <laughs> because we're not at a super speedway and he's not fucking three and a half to one. So Hosevar isn't running in this, right? Just cup. Uh, cup. Yeah, he was scheduled, but then he pulled out because he's in the cup car now. Oh. Okay. Damn, I would have loved to see Josevar in a 77 JRM prepped Spire car at Darlington. I bet he could wheel that mug. Yeah, I, I'm kind of interested to see what he can do like with the big boys. So he gets in the Spire car at Gateway and runs top 15. And obviously breaks a or yeah, breaks a brake rotor, blew a brake rotor. And Corey the Joy gets in the nine and sucks balls. But I, there's no way that Josefar gets in the 42 and runs top 15. There's just no shot, right? No way. Uh, I think that's more of like Chevy knows that he'll be in a car next year, so they took control and said that's who we're going to put in there. Interesting that they – oh, because – okay, I see what you're saying. Instead of Barry, like he's yeah. going to be in the – yeah, that's he'll fair. He'll be in a Ford. Yeah. They probably wanted to put him in last week, but trucks were at Milwaukee, so. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Everyone give out the shit box? No, yeah, yeah. Everyone gave it a shit box. All right, let's move to grid rival. Let's talk a little cup and uh, we'll give some final words and we'll wrap up this shindig. So, 
Matchup number one. Oh, last week we had an entry that went four for five. Not our main entry, coin flipping. But we did have an entry go four for five. So we're sitting seventh in one of the in one of our entries is sitting seventh in the stage. So maybe we'll get a couple pit passes. I don't know. Our main entrance is 89th and we're 22nd in stage five. So we're we're out of it. We're we're essentially out. Um but we're gonna keep rolling. We've done this 27 weeks in a row. And we'll do it with the final 10. So matchup numero uno. Let me get the model pulled up. Denny Hamlin versus Kevin Harvick. A tough one. We haven't really talked about Denny Hamlin a whole hell of a lot. Um, you know, finished second in the Southern 500 last year with a second NLD. Other than that, he's been outside of the top 10 in finishes and speed. Uh, average running position, nothing to, you know, take home. And I think Kevin Harvick, is a wheel man, and if he didn't catch on fire last year, uh, he would have had three straight top fives. So I'm going to go Harvick. Um, and let's see what the model has. The model has Denny sixth and Kevin Harvick twelfth. So, Zach, I'm going to let you go, but I got Kevin Harvick. Uh, I'll go with Harvick. Uh, I think he's better probably on the longer runs and uh, – seems like it's trending more to that we're getting less cautions lately so uh, I, I could see harvick i mean they're so close to the model it's you know with the metric wise it's like less than three points off so it, it's pretty close I, I could see harvick getting it done especially how if rodney's you, back yeah how do you decipher this is a difficult question to answer but like a guy like denny and harvick who are literally three points apart from each other in the metric but Denny's sixth and Harvick's twelfth. Do you do you kind of group all those guys together and say, eh, they're they're kind of just too close. I, I don't really have an edge on any of them. Or do you say, well, it's a six spot difference still? No, how do you I would for that. I would kind of tier them by their speed level, is how I do it. So uh, if I'm if I'm looking for matchup wise, I'm looking you know someone that's and I don't like they could be ninth and eleventh. But if like the metric number is like five different, then I'm looking at that, especially mm -hmm. after practice. Yeah, the po you guys, we talk about it a lot on the podcast and we don't really talk about it after practicing qualifying, obviously, because our podcast is already out. But the bread and butter of this model is post practicing qualifying. So Zach will drop it as soon as practice qualifying is over. Usually he'll drop it in the discord. And that's that's what I base. Um the majority of my race day bets on us is, is the model. So roars, uh, the first grid rival matchup is Denny Hamlin versus Kevin Harvick. We both went Harvick. Yeah. I think it's worth a shot. <laughs> what do you think the public's going to do? Probably Hamlin. Definitely. And I think you got a chance of cashing and, we're at that. We need that chance of cashing. So hopefully that piece of shit wrecks. <laughs> Good businessman, but piece of shit on the track. <laughs> piece of shit all the way around besides business. <laughs> Dude, I think he might be back with his old lady, Jordan Fish. Uh, she yeah. likes money. I think because we were at the race and Sydney's like, who's Denny Hammond's girlfriend? I was like, I didn't think he, he's got a new little baddie. And then I'm like, He's got a, 
uh, two daughters with a girl named Jordan, but she went AWOL on him last year. But he's also somewhat of a narcissist, so I can understand why. And then I pull up her Instagram and said, he's like, no, that's who they just showed. And I'm like, that girl was standing next to Denny Hammond on pit road. She's like, I'm pretty sure. I think they're back together. I don't know. She likes my girlfriend saw it. So, I mean, who doesn't? (laughs) I like money. (laughs) I fucking love money. (laughs) All right. uh, Second matchup, Tyler Red Dog Reddick and Christopher Bell. I think we're all unanimous here, huh? Salsi Bell. I mean, I'm, I'm betting him outright. Uh, C Bell, yeah, C Bell's fourth. I think in this one too, Reddick will draw some attention because Reddick's more of the. I feel like you know the red dog and people pull for him, and Bell's kind of like that sneaky some bitch that's good that people don't pay a lot. Bell have fans? Not a whole hell of a lot. He's just (laughs) simple and yeah. You would think he'd have a lot because, like, well, I guess since he can't dirt race anymore, like, oh. you would think he would be like Larson, you know what I mean? Larson has the, all, the, all the grassroots fans because he goes to the tracks, but I guess since C-Bell doesn't do that anymore, maybe he doesn't have the, that many fans. C-Bell's just kind of quiet. Yeah. He doesn't, like, I don't know. I feel like he should be somewhere else besides Joe Gibbs. He seems. I, I feel like he's more like Chris Busher than Denny Hamlin. You better yeah. watch him yeah. when his contract runs out. It's going to show. Do if you he think wants to that dirt him race again? I was going to say. Do you think that dirt racing means that much to him? Where he would? Maybe Can't you look see at him in the forty-eight? Ooh. Yeah, I could see Chris Bell. I think he's done enough to earn that spot. I. Well, okay. All right. Here's your question: Would you? rather be in the 20 or the 48 48 48 i think, I think the 48 too but i think c bell has run better than alex bowman how about in the like last few years would you rather be in the 48 and get to do whatever you want or would you rather be in the 20 and have someone control you that's the question bingo when you put it that way it's the 48 yeah, and now we start seeing a happy c bell and not a well, I don't know. Ask the boss. Won't let me go. <laughs> but does Hendrick, like, I mean, two of his drivers got injured doing other shit. I mean, Bowman's was racing, but, you know, does Rick Hendrick be like, hey, motherfuckers, pipe down? I don't know. Yeah, I think he'll – I don't think he has a problem with that. All right. Next matchup. This is interesting. This is momentum versus non-momentum. This is uh, Christopher Busher. All the momentum in the world against Ross Chastain, who's hacking up their brains over there, uh, who's got no momentum. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Chris Busher versus Ross Chastain. Zach, you've got me you've got me off of Busher this week. Like, not that I was crazy about him before we talked, but I'm 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 out on Busher this week. There's no damn way you're taking Chris Busher over freaking Ross Chastain at Darlington. No, I think Ross has the potential to go out and run like he did earlier this year, and before he spun off a two last year in Darlington one, or maybe that was Darlington two. I don't, no, it was Darlington one when he was in that sick throwback uh, Dale Senior car. Yeah, it's 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 Ross for me, and Busher is like way down on the the model twenty fourth. Ugh. Yeah, where's Chastain? Like Seventh. 
that Mellon, would be a head-to-head eye target. Melon Melon oh. Man is going to be the only one out of those other cars that I named that's going to be up there mixing it up. He's going to be in that top of – you add him in to that top 11 of who's going to be up there and got a chance to win this race. I mean, he disappeared last year. And then playoffs. disappeared the last like ten weeks after Nashville. Well, I mean, I'm talking about last year. He kind of, after Pocono, kind of went on a hiatus, and then all of a sudden the playoffs start, and this mugs got a chance to, you know, crush some hearts and go to the go to the final four with the rim ride. Dude, Ross Chastain's speed on. High speeds this year is nuts. First at Fontana, sixth at Vegas, first at Dover, sixth at Kansas, third at Darlington, 23rd at Charlotte, but they missed the boat on that one. And then second at Nashville when he won the race. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, obviously we're taking Ross over Busher here, but might be someone to think about for uh, for outright. But And I, and I know Zach and Roy, we were all three talking about what Ross's number opening number was going to be. The the twelve the twelve doesn't entice either one of you at all. Okay, dude, I, I wouldn't mind it. Not yet. I, I want if he like was good at Pocono at least or something. Like he just hasn't been good in so long that I can't have any faith in him. It's kind of like Nashville. We're dumb as hell that we didn't take him before the race. After he showed up with a rocket. But I didn't like his number coming into Nashville all that much after the whole fiasco at Darlington and he kind of disappeared. I can tell you right now, if he qualifies really well, six, seven to one does not scare me off of getting on Ross. I would rather be right than just guessing. And then let's say he qualifies decent. You still got that 12 to 16 to one depending on who's up there. And now you take a guy that you're pretty confident in. All right, his practice times look good on the long run. He just didn't qualify well. He's not a great qualifier, so there's that. Zach, what what would it take for you to bet Chastain after practice and qualifying? Is it, let's say he's top three in practice and he qualifies eighth, and he's, what number would you need to bet him? Three in practice and he qualifies eighth. Uh, would you still need double digits? Uh, nine, I could do. I was getting ready to say ten would, I would be have to look. where I think he would be after yeah, that. I would have to see the lap by lap data on practice before I feel comfortable, because I really dig into that um, before I bet. But yeah, about around that range. Okay. Now, if I look and he's clearly the fastest car. Like, he might show third overall, but looking at the lap-by-lap times, and he's the fastest car, uh, seven would probably be the the lowest I would go. All right, I just pulled up Caesars and Bet Rivers. They they got him at 10, so I don't think we're that far away from seven or eight if he's if he's got a good practice in qualifying. And it's just, it's just because I haven't seen anything from him in such a long time. <laughs> I, I know it's been... <laughs> I know. Yeah. I get that. I, I get that. We we haven't seen shit from him in in two months, really. Yeah, I know it's different tracks, but like, I, I don't. Just like with Penske, can can we really just snap our fingers and 
be ready to go and be a top runner. Uh, I'd rather put my faith in Hendrick or JGR or 2311 even right now, or maybe even Pen um, RFK. You know, they're yeah. just running a lot better. Sure. Um, <laughs> this is laughable. Bet 365 has Chastain at six and a half to one. Right I was now. getting ready to say. <laughs> they might is. know something, but. I, I was getting ready to say, like, what in the hell? I'm looking at it right now, too. Yeah, a little ridiculous. All right. Um, all right, so we're holding off on Chastain. Got it. Last. Oh, no. Fourth matchup. Brad Keselowski. Who, who would you rather have right now if you was looking at Chastain 650 and William Byron at 800? Byron. William Byron. For sure. Byron, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a no-brainer. I like Byron top five plus one ten. I think I've already said that. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, fourth matchup: Brad K versus Ryan Blaney. And I'm I'm going Brad K, but uh, it's just it would just absolutely would not shock me if Ryan Blaney just miraculously has this can't beat car. Uh, Brad K, you've got him as a top forward and ninth, and old Ryan Blaney. Oh, buddy, you got to scroll. I can't find him. Are you looking for Blaney? Yeah. He's uh like a right around he's tenth. Oh, he's right below Brad. Yeah, yeah they're right back and back. We're going Brad. I think I'm going Brad too. Zach, you got anything to add? I would say Brad, and here's like a thing where I always talk about looking at the the, the speed metric instead of the rankings. Like, yeah, they're nine ten, but Brad's almost one whole point above above Blaney. Uh -huh. So to me that's more than one place spot, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Brad's top 10 on Sunday night, and Blaney might, but I don't see it. He'll fuck it up. Pit crew, him, somebody, he's going to either end up DNF'd or pit road penalty. Yeah, Blaney doesn't necessarily let light the world on fire with finishes here at Darlington. 17th, 13th, and 9th. NLD speed right around. And then you know, if you really want to go back, go look at it. This spring was his first top 10 at Darlington, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think you're right. I it's think been I awful. That. I think I remember that. All right, Brad K over Ryan Blaney. Probably not fading the public on that one. We're probably we're probably all taking Brad. Yeah. All right, last matchup, maybe the hardest one. Actually, I think it definitely is the hardest one. Martin Truex Jr. versus Willie B. Um, yeah, I don't really have a. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. Want to flip a coin? Fuck it. Let's flip a coin. Flip a coin. All right. Let me uh, share my screen. Do, do, do. All right. Can you guys see it? Yeah. See the model? All right. Give me a second. Flipping, flipping, flipping. Tails, so that goes to William Byron. I was gonna say pick. Willie. I was gonna say Willie. Dude, Truex is just so fast here the last few years. Yeah, so but it's Rick. Fast. It's Rick Hendrick's son. <laughs> yeah, I really don't even. It's have a hard to add, one to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. it really is a hard one. It. Who do I trust if this race turns into a green-white checkered? Byron. I think Byron, too. Yeah, man. Dude can close some races. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, Truex's pit crew might put the lefts on the rights and the rights on the lefts or either give them scuff tires instead of regular tires, not tell them. I mean, hell, you never know. They I'm like doing sure. that over there. <laughs> it's true. Um, What are we missing here? What are we missing here, folks? No trucks. Forward. Yeah, no trucks. Bummer. Going to Kansas next week. My boy Matt, fucking top eight in practice last week and had a 29th place truck. What a dumbass Chad Hendrick is sometimes. Not Hendrick, Kendrick. Kendrick? Doesn't matter. That's because uh, Matty D was at the wrong place for driver intros. Oh, was he? Oh, he missed it? He had to yeah. go to the back? Yeah. No, dude. That's why he went to the back? Uh-huh. Cause he oh, was, give me a break. He was like not... He was not where he was supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, give me a break. Matt. Can't be, can't be doing that in the playoffs, Matt. Dumbass. You got to be kidding me, dude. That's fucking laughable. Uh, I took a nap during the truck race, so I don't I don't have anything to add on that, but I know Infinger and Heim duked it out. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun, folks been fun we got southern 500 this weekend one of the great i'm gonna be actually you guys want to hear something fucking wild i'm gonna be in the i'm gonna refrain from calling it what i want but the uh, city of new york city in new york state this weekend um i'm sorry yeah my girlfriend said i could bring boots though so that's good at least so city slicker we're going to the u.s open and she's got a engagement party. We're going. That's to cool. I would. That's like one of the reasons I would go there is to watch the U.S. Open in tennis, or that's about it. Maybe Madison Square. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know. I've never stepped foot there, and don't plan on it. I went there like once, and all I can say is it makes you realize that whatever city you think is a city is not a city. <laughs> I mean, I've been in Chicago for the last six months, so I really enjoyed being in Chicago. It's a cool place. Um, went to Boston a couple weekends ago for the UFC fight. Cool place. Just, yeah, never been to the city, so we're going. I'll I want to go. I want to go further south and do some like alligator hunting. Come shit. on down, boy. Yeah, I'll, swamp puppies. I'm more about that kind of city, country. I'm gonna go to that city in the country life. You want to hear some a funny story before we wrap this shindig up? So my sister and brother-in-law live in a place called Nakati, which is like this young, up-and-coming uh, like development south of Jacksonville. And a lot of people that are moving from the northeast and all over the country, for that matter, are moving to Nakati in Florida. And they have a, a lake behind their house. And they have this fake gator head that sits in the, in the lake to, like, scare off whatever decoration scare off whatever and these dumbass people that just moved in called wildlife control because of a fake gator head they're like there's a massive gator in the oh lake behind God. our house please come get it out and the guy shows up <laughs> it's a fucking fake gator <laughs> dumbass <clears throat> yankees <laughs> dude there's like what will happen up here is people will like have an alligator as a pet and then they'll throw it in the river when it gets too big. 
So then that will be on like the news for like a week straight until they find it. They'll be like <laughs> alligator seen in the river. <laughs> I mean, those people are just st- stupid, dude. Can oh, you imagine? Fire. Can you fucking imagine? It's like them fuckers that let the fucking pythons go because they get oversized. I got something for you, Python. It's called twelve gauge buckshot. It's called pew pew. <laughs> Yeah, I got something for you, fucking ass. See my dad do it right out in the front yard with a black snake. You don't think I'd do it with an anaconda? Shit. <laughs> we had a, a, I don't know if it was a moccasin, but it was a fairly large black snake with a triangle head. In in the basket of the, you know, we dry cleaning where we put all the clothes in it. In the basket, dude. Wow. Like, how did that dude get in there? Yeah. It was a What? I we don't know if it was a moccasin or a, a just a big black snake, but it oh. had a triangle like a diamond head. Oh yeah, and that's it was not straight a black. black. No, that's, yeah, it was. That's a water moccasin. Yeah, so fuck. We just we that. threw a whole basket outside and then I went and checked. Would <laughs> have fucking. I don't know. We don't imagine the girl that found it. She was freaking out, dude. (laughs) I know. Sticking her hands in there, like getting the clothes out. It's a fucking snake in there. It was wild. (laughs) Everyone stopped what they were doing. And my dad's like, get the fuck back to work. (laughs) Don't worry about what's going on back here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys, I'm out of here. We're going to get this shindig up on uh, Tuesday night before midnight. Can you believe it? Last week we were late, so it's only fitting we go early this week. So, good luck to you boys, and uh, we'll be seeing you. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, Get Zach's ready. coming on. Zach's coming on uh, every week. Maybe not Talladega, probably, but yeah. Everything probably else, not. Definitely. But the other nine races, well, I guess now the other eight races, Zach will be on. So we'll we'll still mix in some guests. We'll bring a fourth person on. Um, we got full tank Phil lined up for Bristol, and. Uh, I think that might be it. We got to have Ryan Stevens on at some point. Um, but yeah, Zach will be with us. We'll be talking models, NLD, Discord, winners. Hopefully, not many losers. And uh, yeah, we'll be rocking and rolling. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. We'll be seeing you. Beer don't. Beer don't. Beer don't. Later. <laughs>